0: In a time when a global health crisis has put most activities on hold, we have nothing golden for you but to tell you to follow the protocols from the nurses, doctors and scientists. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Talks for Ghana podcast. I am Adam and Abdul Karim, your host for today. Our topic for today will be a conversation around Ghanaian footballers and education. Most Ghanaian footballers have not been able to live to the fullest of their potential because of their inability to read and sign professional contracts. We will be looking beyond just the ability to read and sign professional contracts. Our guest for today is Mr. Rubin Ayana, an MBA in sports management holder, a professional footballer who started his playing career at the Cidros Babies. He moved to Liberty Babies, then he attended Pasek Legon. Where he got full scholarship to Boston College in the United States of America, where he played soccer as well. His playing career spanned across Sweden, Finland and Greece. He played for clubs such as Als, AB Hiking, SJK, Guys Gutenberg, and so many other clubs. Stay tuned and enjoy. Rubin Ayana, you are welcome to the Talk Sports Ghana podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So what would be your opening words to our listeners?
1: Oh, they should just relax and then have fun and enjoy the podcast.
0: Wow. So let's start uh, from this uh, anger. As a footballer, you went through the stress of combining football with education. So your teammates you were playing with. How what was your reaction? Ruby Ayana, you are a footballer, you play football full-time, and you are still an MBA and sports management holder. How did they concede? Um, how did they accept you in their team? What was their attitude towards you?
1: You mean when, when I was playing professional? Yes. Um, I, I don't think. Well, a few of them were surprised, of course but many of them didn't really pay attention to it it's, it's like it's only africa that we don't really pay attention to that because it's either you play football or you go to school when i brought here there are several players that combine both so i'm just another footballer that sat in the classroom so it wasn't really a big deal here maybe in ghana it is but it's normal
0: okay meaning Okay, meaning like in Ghana, meaning football is a replacement for education, according to what well, you experience and well, what you've seen.
1: Yeah, I, I would say back then, I don't know about now. I'm guessing that people are taking education seriously in, in present Ghana. But I remember when I was growing up, it was either you play football or you go to school because back then football was considered something for the street kid. understand what i mean Mm. yeah it was was considered a a job or a sport for people in broken homes and all kind of like this negative description of the typical Ghanaian family so Mm. which i thought was wrong it was completely wrong i thought it was wrong to judge people like that but then that was the stigma so you just live through it but abroad when you come to abroad like it's an everyday thing there's a lot of european based players that sat in the classroom
0: and also played to the highest level so. so can you contrast this more for me like what is the relationship between football and education you see that some footballers will say why would i need education because i am going to the field to measure the length of the field. i am going to learn so many things on the floor i'm just going to run do exercises why do i need education
1: well the education also like you have to understand first first of all it gives you a plan b in case you get injured because your career is short and even if you're able to play to the maximum the average age of uh, retirement of retirement is like between 33 and 36 what are you going to do let's say you're going to be here on earth till 70 years that's like 35 years of living what you're going to do if you're rich enough if you're rich enough to set up your own business good for you but how many of us are going to be having that kind of money you understand there's only a few players that actually make that money so you get the plan b and then the other part is also it's not about measurement. It's not, it's about of the field. How to read a contract? How to understand a contract? How to understand how the numbers work, right? And when you sit in yes. there, when when you sit in the video sessions, how to communicate with the coaches? How to communicate with teammates? You learn all this in the classroom. So, if you're gonna be naive about it and think that it's all about just book 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 book, book then I, I think that's where some of us get it wrong. So.
0: As uh, when you were during your playing days, have you ever encountered an, a situation like sitting in a conference room or uh, and you aren't able to express yourself well, or you have seen a teammate that has gone through that terrible experience of not being able to express themselves well during an interview?
1: I mean, when I was when I went to Boston College, uh, I was in the School of Management, so we. We studied about presentation, so probably every semester there's a class that you have to make a presentation about a certain, a certain business or company or whatever it is. You have to present something to the class, so you learn from that. And after that, I don't think I've, I had that problem sitting in the midst of whoever to communicate with. It may be a language barrier because I only speak English a little bit of
0: the time you were at Presby Secondary School, that's Legon. Yeah. Was the um, environment conducive enough, buying education and football?
1: No. Actually, when I when I when I was in Presby, I barely trained. Uh My par my dad actually had an agreement with the school that they should allow me to go play. For Liberty Days during the weekends, because the the league games, the coast league games were played on Saturdays. So every Saturday, I have permission to leave the school to go play. But I didn't train. Monday to Friday, I'm just school, 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 school. And you know, Princelake is not a football school. You understand? It's strictly yes. it's strictly academic. So even though we had a football field. Nobody's going there to play football. Right after classes, people are sleeping or people are going back to class to study. And since I was part of that culture, I got myself involved into it. And it's a positive thing anyway. So if you are being pressured, if you are are being pressured to do that, that's not bad. And uh, I just went along with it. Saturdays, I go play my games, then come back to school. But as to having that full training session Monday to Friday and being around football environment, I had to wait to vacation.
0: So, what would you have wished the environment there is like, so that it could have been conducive to combine football and education? I
1: wanted to. I wanted to be a day school. I wanted to go to Akaka. Wow. Because uh, uh, Kaneshi was. Akra-kanen. Yeah, because Kaneshi was close to Daosuma. And then uh, Asamwajan was doing it, you know what I mean, Jan was doing it, so I was like, well, I might as well go there. But then Akraka was my second choice. Some part of me was hoping that I get that second choice, but I, I guess thank God that I got the uh, per And then my mom wouldn't let me go to day school because she was more concerned about football. She wanted me to quit footballing just go to school. My dad just wanted me to do both. As long as I get good grades, I could play football. So she insisted on me to be a, a boarding student.
0: Wow. So meaning in Ghana, parents as well as school authorities give the, uh, their awards um, or I their don't clients know. as students I don't... an option to either choose between football. school or Ah, uh, most most parents is like,
1: like those who cannot afford fees, they don't care if their son is very talented. They just support him, him or her. You get what I mean? But and then those, if you come from an educational background, it's mostly stop. Can you can you please
0: can you? Uh, please, I'm saying Can, that, can you uh, please repeat that? I my name is i a detective
1: parents who who allowed their kids to play football is because maybe it got to a point that they couldn't afford the fees or they thought that their their their, their child was so talented that school would delay you understand and on the other side on the flip side my parents came from educational background so mm. to them school is very very important my mom was uh a place to pass a pretender of education so you should understand why education was that much big for her so she was like no you gotta stop playing football and go to school so even if i get good grades in the eyes of everybody to my mom if you were not playing football you would have got better grades you understand and my dad is like Oh, that's really good. You got A, 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 A. All right, yeah, that's fine. You can play football. You're good. So you see the difference? Yeah, one says quick, one says as long as you're getting these good games, you can play. Yes.
0: Wow. So, like, you say uh, some of the reasons footballers or their parents give for not having it no that was the stigma back then that
1: was the stigma. i mean there are some
0: so there are some poor parents
1: questions. poor in in uh, in code because yes. most uh poverty mm. is subjective yeah that's mm. a, that was the stigma back then but then there have been some parents who are who are in the same situation and have been able to provide for their kids sacrifice a lot for their kids to go to school so it depends on whatever it's important to that family, and I'm not gonna mm-hmm. judge anybody's family that they made the wrong decision. Whatever is important to them it's fine right. by me. I, I just I just happen to come from a different background where
0: so they let's do everything
1: for me to go to school.
0: So let's take the genuine unquote those suffering from poverty. Let's take that genuine one. So you are privileged to uh, um, be talented as a uh, footballer, but yeah. finances yeah. wouldn't allow you to play, uh, to play football and go to school at the same time. So you have been able to play for some time and be able to be recruited into a, a Ghanaian Premier League club. At least if they are not giving you yeah. anything at the end of the month, at least they will give you something as a cover. Why are they not exploring? Well, other you know, ways I cannot speak for everybody, right?
1: So, education. everything I'll say is from what I think because I know those those who took advantage of that kind of money to go to school, and there yes. were those who believed so much in their talent that they would be moving to Europe, so they didn't care. And uh, you have to understand, like, if somebody mm-hmm. quits school at primary level or GSS level that's like so let's calculate three years SS mm. four years university so that person is missing seven years of school I think it's very difficult to convince such a person to get back to the classroom mm. you
0: understand but like guys yeah. when you are playing as a footballer in the Premier League there's the, now there's technology why don't they exploit yeah. that technology to oh, online classes? Well, is it that the teams you are it's not
1: easy helping to them the teams, so. you know what I mean? that is easy but then you also have to look at the individual and then these online classes like there are some requirements those players might not have like they might require a high school diploma how many of them have it no or they might require first year uh, first year studying the university and then there are some online courses that maybe it doesn't require anything of that sort so it is our job those of us who are educated to help those who are not like listen try and get yourself some course and do and uh and see where it takes you i mean you don't have to be all hands on it but just taking one step at a time, and uh, I've I've advised a few players, and they are doing it. I'm not going to mention their names, but they are they are doing it, and they are doing very well. And then there are those. I mean, you you cannot make everybody happy, or so, you, you cannot change everybody's life. You feel? Know? So you can only speak. And then, Professional Football Association of Ghana (PFA) is doing a wonderful job. They are collaborating with universities and other uh, institutions to help these Ghanaian players you understand to help yeah so if you these players we, we've been trying to educate them to do yes. it to help them out so it's not just about fighting for your salaries we're also doing a lot to help you in your future and like in your future life after football so if they are serious about it, every we have uh, every, cap, uh, every captain in the Premier League are in this group chat where PFAC advises them or gives them information to be given to the other players. So they can speak to the uh, captains about it and then their captains will bring it on board and PFAC will find a way to make it happen. So their opportunities are being created, but at the end of the day, I mean, you can take the person to the show, but I don't think you can force the person to drink, right? I'm just I'm just paraphrasing from the old proven. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. No. Yes. So from stories you are hearing from, let me say, Ghanaian footballers, uh, footballers that are based in Ghana, are most of them willing to acquire education and are not able to acquire. My own personal view on it,
1: I think they want to but they just don't want to do their theory part, as in sitting in the classroom for hours and hours. Because now you could learn a lot of things on social media. You get what I mean? Yeah. There's, so, there's social media, information has been passed on like mm. every single second. Yes. If you're active on social media and you're not just going to focus on just pictures or, or whatever it is, like information, it doesn't matter. Music sports business uh yes academics uh science every single second information is being passed mm. so there are some people who only follow music artists there are some people who only follow footballers i follow i'm i'm everywhere like the people that i follow is not just based on a certain sector you understand so you could do that you could also do that and you could learn a lot you, mm. and I, I wouldn't tell you to go sit in the classroom for eight hours now if that is something you want to do fine great but if if you want the other way the indirect way there are so many ways you can learn about what's going on in the world and then um, you could just google how how to read a contract but you have to have,
0: okay so so you've talked about footballers willing to yeah. acquire education but are not willing to sit in their class for eight hours does it then uh, mean that our educational system is not for favoring me these
1: the way our system is. personally like i don't i think it's flawed to some sense that there's too theoretical. like there's no practicality in your play A a teacher will sell you a book and tell you, like, if you don't use my book, you're going to fail. A a teacher will sell you a book and set the questions from that book. So even if he asks you a question, like, uh, let's say social studies, a teacher asks you to give, to write about the history of Ghana, right? And you read a certain book that gives you a different kind of mm. history. Mm. Even though you arrive at the same answer as the guy who used that teacher's book, they're gonna write deviation. Yeah. And
0: then it, wow. Yeah. So okay, let's compare let's compare this. Between you attended, let me say, not at the highest level yeah. of education in Ghana, that's the secondary school. And you went to Boston College. So, what were some of the differences, though, there are different levels? What yep, were some of the differences that will favor a footballer to study and the, also play the football between the Boston yes, College yes, and my, my the first, My
1: first week in class at Boston College, I looked like an idiot. Excuse me to say, because mm. I'm listening to kids that I'm older than. Right? Kids that I'm older than. Who are talking about the CEO of this company? How, mm. what happened in that company? How it can be related to our everyday life? Like a teacher will ask a question from a book, right? A teacher asks a questions from a book. And then you see a kid ra- raise his hand up and start going, well, if mm. you look at this industry, this company just went so and that and that. Or a teacher will give a homework. He says, okay, go and research about this company. What did they do? Wow. How do they outsource and all all kinds of practicality? But then you, how many of that happens in Ghana? You understand? Like our education is all about book 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 book. There is there. Is, I, I want I want to believe yes. that there is not enough resources for people to research. You know what I mean? There was a class that I was there. There have been classes that we had to go to a company to interview the CEO. Mm. To talk to the general manager to get 1st hand information if you use your mm. oh, the difficulties you talking, yes yes so so that is that is just the difference like it's very practical abroad and yes then, uh, in Ghana is is so it's all about theory, theory, theory and I think we have to move past that yeah I think now compared to back then there are so many resources. That we could expect uh, students could take advantage of to learn about the real world even before they get up.
0: So, as a footballer, when you are educated, just I'm um, not just uh, the ben- other benefits outside the food, just inside the food. When you are mm. playing, what are the benefits of education to your body? Your playing style. How does education help you to improve as a footballer?
1: Um, oh, that's a very good question. Um, well, with that communication with with teammates. That's one. Mm. Um, oh. I think or how uh, knowing your teammates. Mm-hmm. So, like for for instance, like uh, I learned something. There was this subject that I took in Boston College, organizational mm-hmm. behavior, where you learn about your colleagues, your gym, your general manager, your bosses. So you mm-hmm. learn about the individual traits of everybody and how to deal with them, and how to yeah how to deal with them or how to relate to them. Mm-hmm. So I bring that in, I bring that into the locker room. So mm. I got to understand that not everybody is the same. Yes. You understand? Not everybody yes. is the same. So I, I have to know how to talk to everybody. And then when you, when you go on the field, there are those that when they make a mistake, you could actually go hard on them. And there are mm. those you you learn to speak softly with. You understand? Okay. So that's, so, yeah, so that's th- some of the things that I would say that sitting in the classroom helped me. Mm.
0: So... When you were playing uh, during your days at Presec Legon, what worked for you? And so, uh, your playing and educational career was able to be successful. What worked for you? What do you mean? Like, when you were playing there, a lot of people try to combine football with education and they failed. What was the real uh, breakthrough for you? Oh... Well, the breakthrough was obviously
1: moving from America to Europe to play football. Mm. That was the breakthrough. And also, I mean, you have this good education at Per se mm. and then when you were done there's this Boston College at then at that mm. time was like top fifty school in America. Mm. America has over two million universities. Yes. And then Boston College was like top five in business school. Yes. Boston College is surrounded by Harvard, MIT, Yale, see all these great schools. So if you are able to get there with your grades and obviously Mm. your football talent, that's also a big breakthrough. Because I'm thinking, how many kids will say no to that? So education-wise, I got the breakthrough from Preside to Boston College, and then football-wise, I got the I got the breakthrough from university to professional level.
0: Wow! So I got this information that when you were at Boston Boston College, you had to like pause for a while, then be transferred to Sweden, Gutenberg. Yeah. How? What? How did that work? How did you? How was you able to? I try to...
1: To... I was I was supposed to go a year before. Yes. I was supposed to go a year before, but then yeah, it didn't work out. I don't want to. I don't want to bore you with the long story. It it, mm. it just didn't work out. Then the year after we had a great season. We had a very great season, and uh, I felt like okay, I've I've done it to this level. I mean, and also one thing: if I left the year before, it well, if I was going to go back to university, I have to start all over. Wow! But leave, yeah, yeah. But leaving one year before graduation means I could just continue. Okay, okay. So, so yeah, yeah I, it got to a, it got to that point. I told my parents, like, listen, now I just want to focus on football. So that's just pretty much how the conversation went. Mm-hmm.
0: So you told them I, you wanted to focus. You told them you wanted to focus on football. Does yeah, it I, mean that there was there was a difficulty combining football and education?
1: um no actually if it if it was like if it was if if i was playing professional in america i would i would just do it
0: Mm.
1: you understand i would there was no difficulty i i I don't know how i want to put it i want to put it in a way that a young guy doesn't see it in the wrong way you get what i mean because i don't I'm trying to be very careful with my answers because I don't want like a, uh, a young fella getting the wrong picture and go do something yes. stupid. So, mm. for me personally, at that point, it wasn't fun. Mm. I just wanted to play football. It was. It wasn't. I can't do it. I just wasn't having fun doing both. I just was like, this is opportunity to go. Play professional football in Europe, the football continent. I'm gonna take it. but I told my parents, I'm gonna make sure I get you your your bachelor's.
0: Oh, okay. So I will do it, but
1: I don't know when uh, which. Thank God, I was able to complete that uh, last year.
0: Nodily. So, um, what would you tell a footballer, a young footballer, that will get carried away by a contract? that he or she will get and forget of education and just focus on football?
1: Uh, at what level is the person choosing?
0: Let me say the person has completed secondary school and there's like he was, he was playing in maybe a Dreams FC, Wafa mm-hmm. and like a contract. You got a contract
1: where, where?
0: Maybe mm-hmm. let me say profess- to go professional outside and Uh, um, let me say a scholarship as well to go to one of the outside universities and that one is not perfectly based on football
1: okay but then think about it this way why can't you do both like sometimes i'm not into this whole choose Mm. like choose which one Mm. would you prefer no Mm. if there is an opportunity to do both if there are resources available to do both why can't you you see if Chips I did it. I did it. Mm. Uh uh Majid Warris is doing it right now. David Akam is about to do it. And I think Kotokos uh, Kotokos captain is doing it. Felix Alan. Uh no, okay, then then I got it wrong. There's 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 a captain at PFAC, I don't remember it, but he's he's finishing right now. PFA is wow. Yeah, PFAC is trying to help footballers in Ghana do it. So, if you if, if there's an opportunity for you to do both, you can go. And if you get to play in Europe, that's would be much easier. Because they understand that you are an athlete. You understand? You get what I mean? Yes. They understand mm-hmm. that you are a professional athlete. So, you don't really get enough time. So, they make it mm-hmm. so easy for you to be able to study and at the same time play. That's what they did with me, and many footballers that uh, that that, uh, that try to study. Wow, see, you see that you see how they make it work. Unlike mm. back home, where a professor or a lecturer will tell you, "I don't care, choose one."
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, they like when you tell a professor, "Okay, I had a game this weekend," that's why I was able to come to class. And the professor is saying that uh, attendance is like thirty percent of the grade. I mean. Excuse me. It happens. It happens. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't get that as a footballer. That's why the, the the abroad year they said, okay, we know you cannot be in class every single day, so you take it online. Wow. Yeah. It will take longer.
0: That's... It will take longer, but at the end of the day, you're going to get it done. Yes, because you are combining two things. So, what would be your advice to kids? playing football and trying both. to get education as well. What would
1: do your both. advice you Just You just have to plan. Let me tell you, when I was in primary school, mm. between primary and SS, right? Mm. Uh, my dad, every Friday, every Friday, my dad would take a pen and paper, right? And draw a timetable for me. He asked me, how often do you train? I said, L, under 12, I don't really train that much. I don't train Thursdays and Fridays Mm. after school. So Mm. after school, after school, he writes football, 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 football. Mm. What are your games? I said, sometimes Saturdays, sometimes Sundays. He said, okay. On Saturdays, he writes football, 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 football. And Monday Monday to Wednesday, he, he puts in the subjects. Saturday, wow. eve- Saturday evenings, Sunday evenings, he puts in the subjects, and every one of them, there's homework. Wow. And, wait, and then during vacation, when we have vacation, right, mm. that's the first thing he does. So, today's wow. our day. You remember, we used to have our day.
0: Yes, so today yes.
1: Today's our day, right? You go home, yes. my dad got a pen and paper. He asked you, all right, so now you're going to be training every day. What time is he training? 2.30 to 4. So every single day, 2.30 to 4, I have to do something. And then before that, if I, cause I didn't like vacation classes. I thought they were terrible. I thought they, it was another way of just... <laughs> <laughs> punishment. No, not, not punishment. Just another way to get, for people to show their clothes and for teachers to make extra money off us. I, oh, I wrote yeah. the final, yeah, I wrote the term exam. It's done. What else do you want to teach me? Right. Like, <laughs> that's just my personal one uh, wow view on it so my dad also he write all the subjects and say, okay you study this you studied this and then he'll pick up he pick every subject he picks the questions and he he'll, he'll quiz mm-hmm. me and then every seven o'clock news right I sit with mm-hmm. my dad to, to learn about politics and the, wow. the names of the, the names of the ministers Ghana's history yeah so, so maybe somebody may not have a dad who has time like that right or somebody Mm. may not have a dad at all because in this life they are broken homes there are people who are who grew up in single parent houses so that's unfortunate but Mm. you can do both you can do both it's just it's just and there were times that my dad didn't do it but i i have to remind myself listen you are not just a football player you're a student as well so Pick up your book and do something, and and it comes naturally. If you do it, listen, it's not fun. I'm gonna tell you the truth, it's not fun. But then, if you really want to do it, I have a lot of friends who don't play football. Wow. So think about it. I hang out and I hang out with the modern football players. So, how does it feel being in the midst of all these academic guys? (laughs) <laughs> and on, on, uh, uh, yeah and then there's a conversation that you have no idea what's going on mm. i'm not, not saying that i know everything there are some yes. sometimes when when they talk about their engineering or medical stuff this, this is me asking questions i'm asking questions
0: <laughs> so um what are the some of the valuable lessons you like to add to this one footballers that are coming up and want to add education to their professional football career
1: just you gotta be dedicated like if you're gonna do it, just make sure you have time and uh, don't try to pressure yourself just take it one day at a time there are some days you don't feel like studying that's fine it's just like football sometimes we don't even want to go to training yeah, so I don't think if you miss a day of studying you're gonna lose like you're gonna get you're gonna die or something just take it one day at a time go to class if you have to go to class and whatever the teacher teaches you like apply it to your daily life and then if if you don't understand something just ask the teacher like I don't understand don't be embarrassed when I went to America I had a thick ghanaian accent mm. mm-hmm. but I wasn't gonna shut up Wow. Yeah. Sometimes they go, what did you say? I said, hey, I'm from Ghana. That's how we speak. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't really care. And I will speak to you. And I know it took time for me to, for them to understand my accent and I, for me to understand this. But it is what it is. It's not an easy thing, but it's worth it. Because right now, I thank God that I have an education yeah some, sometimes i feel like if i didn't go to school i'll probably play for real madrid wow more. yeah like i'm i'm not saying that that's a fact i'm saying that yes. maybe yes yes, yes. it's I, a possibility yeah but, yeah but then i'm thinking like no look at you now you could have every conversation you want if these guys are talking you could talk If this topic you could get involved you have a degree like you should be happy and i look back to all this i say i'm so happy i got this degree wow and it's a great feeling and to all my friends like chipsa you see chipsa he's like a big brother to me he would tell you straight straight up like yo i'm so happy i have it and look at him now
0: he's a big man he's an yeah. intermediary. it's not something small.
1: exactly he he and I, I saw it from the ground up. I saw him start that from the ground up. So I was with him when he started this. So, I mean, if that is not enough motivation for you, what is there?
0: So, what would you say teams can do uh, to help their players acquire education, even if they don't have that good foundation to build up their educational career and football career?
1: see that's a tricky question because these teams want to win so do they really care about you going to school but then the fa the fa Mm. can do better
0: a few days ago mr kate had a meeting with um the education minister and i know his conversation around that better the education of footballers in ghana yeah. so just continue from that the clubs aspect what can the clubs do to help this matter
1: they can they can offer uh, scholarships because mm. I, I know when i played at liberty babies uh, mm. uh liberty babies had the scholarships for students who wanted to go to school mm. yeah if you wanted to go to high school Liberty will help you out with it, but so these clubs could do it, and then obviously it comes with it comes back to money. But but think about it: is it? It was because there was interco, mm. so it was easier. Now interco is not really interco, so schools mm. don't really need players. Wow! So in the FA, it comes back to the FA again. I don't know what the meeting was, and I hope it was a productive one. But how can they connect football with education and help these young guys? So I was happy with the initiative of free education by the mm-hmm. president, right? So I'm thinking, yes. well, if it's free, listen, my my brothers and sisters, get get yourself educated. Like now, it's free. Now you have no excuse to so, say I cannot afford my fees.
0: Yes, let me ask this question. Okay. I, I saw an interview. I don't know whether it's in 2018 or in 2019. You talked mm. about free education. From oh, then, yeah. you said you I were got, in I a got conversation with... Yes. So, what really happened? Uh,
1: well, when I said that they thought I had, uh, I was supporting MPP.
0: Support. Mm.
1: So, yeah, my mom called me and said, hey, somebody called me from time. I said, you son. I said, listen, I don't care about political party. All I'm saying is... There's free education. I don't care who started it. All I heard was the president of Ghana is saying that he's going to bring free education. That's the f- And the first thing that came to my mind is, yes. So now when I go to Ghana during vacation and I'm sitting on top of my roof and I see this young kid coming back from school, I'm like, hey, where are you going? He said, oh, they sacked me from school. Why? School fees. My parents got off. I'm like, you lie. lying. Now school is free. Go to school. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, I, I don't know the process. I don't know how i is going to make it work. I don't know. Yes. There's been different information out there. You know, mm. then you got the political side where they think that he got the money from this place and that. that I don't care about that. That mm. part is not me. I'm not a politician. All I care yeah. about is any president should be able to provide free education, free basic education. The people
0: yeah yeah but then since since you you made that statement have you seen any change like footballers trying to because education is freedom trying uh, to acquire education
1: i see okay to be honest i don't know because i don't live there
0: you don't want it yes
1: no yeah i don't live there I, i'm only there for a month and yeah. then i'm back i'm back in europe so it's hard for me to see but then I know people that they told me yeah like th- that's what is going on now i mean the process is a little bit shaky but mm. the, the initiative is good so i'm i'm applauding the initiative the process wow. I, I think we can do better and i hope that uh, they are able to figure it out whoever is in power if it's MPP or ndc like nobody should come in just cancel it but try to make it better for young players but now look at uh, now you see a lot of premier league players on twitter like mm-hmm. not just you know it used to be just facebook and instagram all right yeah. so it's just about pictures but now you see you see them tweeting, and some of the mm-hmm. some of the stuff that some of these players tweet makes sense mm-hmm. you understand so if you read yes. that from a certain player in the premier league it means that what this person is trying to learn this person is trying to you know add something to his, his 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 uh his talent so it's really really it's like it's great to see most of these guys speaking about social issues speaking about, about politics and uh whatever it is so mm. i'm with it i'm with it
0: wow so it has been a nice recording a nice experience speaking to you so what will be your final words before we bring this episode to an end?
1: That education is as important as football. Football is as important as education. There's nothing like mm. choose one. We passed yes. that stage. That was mm. the 90s. That was the 80s. That was the 70s. That was the 60s. We passed that stage. From now, from 2020 and beyond, every everybody deserves To have at least free basic education. If you get to the SS level, if you are able to finish SS, it's good. So I will encourage, yeah, I will encourage my young brothers and sisters who are into sports to make sure that they sit in the classroom to the SS level. At least, at least, yeah. Mm -hmm. Try, try as much as possible. And I hope and I pray that the FA will be able to help make that happen, because I I know that they are trying to improve juvenile football, Mm. and it would be great that they link it with school, you know what I mean, so that these young boys are not just playing juvenile football, but at the same time, they are able to also get gain access to education. It's very, very important. So I pray that this new administration with uh, Keto Kiko as president, he will be able to come up with some form of, uh, I don't know, collaboration between...
0: educational uh, institutions.
1: Exactly. To improve the lives of these athletes. Because at the end of the day, we all know how sports is. You don't play sports to you're 70. So, we having that backup plan will be really good for us.
0: Okay. Mr. Rubin Ayana, thank you very much for accepting our invite to speak to us at Talk Sports Ghana podcast.
1: You're welcome.
0: This has been Talk sports Ghana, our third episode. We have been doing this recording with Mr. Rubin Ayana. He's having an M- MBA in sports management, at the same time, a professional footballer. He has played in the United States at Boston College, he has played in Finland, he has played in Sweden, and now a free agent. And he has all the qualifications to go into sports, a being an agent, a football manager, a PRO, all that. It has been a, it has been fun recording with him. This is Talk Sports Ghana Podcast. This is our third episode. I am Adam Benin Abdul Karim. It has been fun being with you. You can reach us at Talk Sports Ghana Podcast on Twitter and on Facebook. Bye. See you again.